98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Arizona Sports Saturday. Okay, can I just take a moment? That was so well-timed, Trev, with the music. That was great. I guess I'm getting good at this thing, huh? <laughs> You're getting good at the live mixing thing. You should be a DJ or something. <laughs> Mitch Veraldis, Zach Larson here in for Steve Zinsmeister, Trevor Henry behind the glass. Sticking with the Cardinals, party over here, party over there, jumping around, excited about this season. Want to get inside what training camp has been like this past week, and we're going to do that with ArizonaSports.com's own Kevin Zimmerman joining us here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Kev, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're hanging in there. Fantastic. Exactly. So I just want to start with the base because you were there for really the biggest two days of training camp sound-wise this week. So what is your initial takeaways first from Kyler Murray speaking on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, I think just following him since his very first press conference, it it really read to me like he has matured. And regardless of what you think about his contract situation, that clause that started this whole thing, I think just him being assertive and walking into that press conference room, you know, we were waiting for some other guys and he just walks in. It's like, Oh, I don't think that's ever happened. And I haven't been on the Cardinals beat completely this whole time, but Mm -hmm. I don't think he's ever called his own press conference. So just to walk in there, be assertive and make good points. Like he wasn't, you know, attacking the media in the room necessarily. He was polite about it. He was Mm -hmm. making good points about, look, I'm flattered. If you think that I can do this without studying and he, he's right on that. So I think that was super interesting just that he's kind of understood now that if there's a bad narrative about you, you can control it. You can um, push back against it and stand up for yourself. And I think he did that pretty well. Kevin, it it seems like on Thursday when he had his press conference and he addressed it, calling disrespectful and and saying he, he wouldn't comment on if he was mad at the team for putting the clause in once they removed it later that night. Do you think that that relieved some of the tension between Kyler and the front office or do you think it's still going to exist heading into this week of training camp? You know, I, I don't really know. I think that removing it definitely, if there were any bad feelings, um, smooth things over, and uh, I'm sure they've had those internal conversations. But yeah, look, the, the negotiating process, I'm sure, brought up some of the reasons the, why that clause existed in the first place. I'm sure he knew it already. Um, and obviously, once you sign that contract, I think even then I would say they were probably in a good place. Obviously, I don't really know, but I think just everything that everyone said, they've moved on. Um, when you get a guy on that big of a contract, I think it's understood on both sides that this guy is the face of the franchise. And when you talk about who's most important um, in this franchise, do, do you say it's the franchise quarterback? And can he have control and, and, and push you know an owner and a GM to do things, whether that's you know remove things from his contract or sign guys, his friends? Like He's already kind of showed that power with the Hollywood Brown signing, that kind of thing. Right. So I think it is all kind Kind of encapsulated in that, and I think they have kind of moved on. Kevin Zimmerman with ArizonaSports.com joining us here on Arizona Sports Saturday. I think you you could argue this, but I think the biggest storyline for the Cardinals heading into training camp was what was going to be the status of Rodney Hudson. We knew last week that he was going to come back, and then he spoke yesterday. What was your biggest takeaway from what Rodney had to say about his offseason? 
Yeah, I mean, we didn't learn a whole lot, but basically if there were two bullet points on it, it was just he wanted to take time off, spend some time with his family, and then the other part was he did mention I wanted to get my body right, and we don't really know. Didn't go into details if that was the ribs injury that he had last season that took him out of a couple games or just general like how you're feeling when you're in your 30s and playing NFL football. It probably doesn't feel good for a few months. So those are the two big things that he said he was just kind of waiting to see and um, didn't go into a lot of detail about why that took so long, um, if there was any reason for that. But um, obviously, he's very aware that like once you commit, um, once you say, I'm coming back, you're in it for the season, and then he'll probably reevaluate this whole thing again next offseason. I mean, how uh, going with that, how much pressure do you think there would have been on the Cardinals to find a replacement if Rodney had decided to not play this season? Yeah, it's funny because training camp starts, and I think yesterday the whole news cycle NFL-wide was Ryan Jensen with the uh, Bucks was injured, and the center position is a huge one now, um, right. just how complicated defenses are, all that. So, like, look, the, the Cardinals would have been in a tough spot. I mean, Sean Harlow, you look at the, the analytics and you go look at the tape, and he wasn't terrible. I, I think he probably would have been up there as far as the number one option, and that's not the worst option, but also – um, when you have a guy who's widely considered the best at his position or among the top three or so, mm-hmm. um, that, that's a huge loss. And I think Rodney Hudson did have a, a huge effect on how Kyler was seeing things, helping him out, taking some responsibilities off him as he grows. So um, it, uh, you could tell Cliff was very much happy and, and a little worried when Rodney wasn't sure if he was coming back. All right, so looking now at training camp, the big question I think for a lot of fans going into the season is the middle linebacker position with Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins being so young if they can step up to the plate. And play calling obviously is kind of one of the keys for the Mike linebacker, but it sounds like Jalen Thompson is kind of taking the spearhead of it right now. Should fans be concerned about the fact that Zayvon hasn't had that chance yet to kind of step up as the play caller so far in training camp? I honestly think it's more of a matter of if you look at who's, whoever's calling it, um, are they good? Um, everyone said Jalen's really on top of things. He learned fast, obviously, how he came into this league as a supplemental draft pick. Um, he, he can carry a lot of weight, and I think it's good that Zavin doesn't have it, honestly. I think the key for him is just playing fast, knowing what to do, being confident, and not worrying about you know getting other guys lined up. And there's so much with that line, those both inside linebacker spots, honestly, and that's why I think Isaiah Simmons took a bit of time just to develop. Um, so I, I think that Zavin has a lot to prove as far as just is he going to be in the right spots himself. So I think taking that off of him is honestly the best thing right now. And until he proves that he can get his own job done, um, it'll probably be good to put it on someone else who's been around a little longer. Kevin Zimmerman with ArizonaSports.com joining us here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. I want to tandem off of that and ask about Isaiah Simmons because – Cliff was asked earlier in the week what position is he going to play, and he kind of gave a non-answer more so. If anything, he gave multiple answers. What do you think is the best course of action for Isaiah Simmons with the Cardinals? Yeah, I think it's go time for him, and and everything that everyone talked about him playing all over when he came out of Clemson, I think should happen. Um, we can say where he's working out for the first twenty minutes of practices, and it was with the safeties the two days I was out there this week, and okay. I believe that was 
was true to start um, on day one. So, yeah, he's going to be out in space more. But also, I think when you really look at it, it's how do you use him in confusing other teams, right? Like Chandler Jones isn't there. We talk about, you know, outside linebacker. But do you move him up and you say, hey, quarterback, decide whether Isaiah Simmons you think is going to pass rush, whether he's going to drop into coverage, or if he's just going to, you know, cover a flat spot, um, cover a running back or something. So I think using him as that tool to confuse and make people think and and take a couple seconds to react um, is going to be huge for this team. And Cliff even went out of his way kind of and said he stood out in camp the last, you know, it's a few days without full pads. But that's good news because I, I think he's the biggest part of this defense where when you compare what this defense looked like last year to this year, I think he's the one who's going to be able to tell you whether it's uh, a lot different or a little bit different. So then going off of that, I was going to ask my next question was, who do you think is more critical to the success of the Cardinals defense this year? Is it Isaiah Simmons or would it be Zayvon Collins? Yeah, I think it's Isaiah. I mean, I think Zavin is still learning. Um, he struggled last year even when he played sparingly. And I think Isaiah, um, even when he wasn't exactly right, you could see the flashes, right? You could see right. that speed. You could see the hits and all that stuff. So I'm fully thinking that Isaiah Simmons is big, a big key. I mean, I, I'm starting to wonder, you know, when you lose Chandler Jones and you don't replace him, I know he's not going to play outside linebacker, but is that a a scheme change where there's going to be a lot of different Isaiah Simmons looks that kind of makes up for the loss of uh, probably your best defensive player, and I shouldn't even say probably on that. Right, and okay, so last one then before we let you go. What is the biggest question about the Cardinals that you hope is answered before preseason game number one? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm curious how the receiver room is going to look just as far as who's playing a lot, who's getting a lot of snaps off the bat without D-Hop because, Mm -hmm. you know, Hollywood Brown is a a great, you know, vertical stretcher guy, but also he probably should fit better in the slot. So how do you replace um, D-Hop? Is it just going to be A.J. Green and Antoine Wesley, who, by the way, Antoine Wesley has had a good start to camp with catches and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. um, tough catches. But, yeah, I'm I'm curious how Hollywood Brown's going to look, and maybe that's just because he hasn't been out there yet. But um, we'll see how that goes. And I think that's just the biggest question, just of how they fell off last year after losing D Hop. Kevin, thanks so much. Thanks for all your insight, and hopefully we'll chat again soon as the Cardinal season goes along. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one.